I am so glad you stopped by the show today. Hold on, hold on. Don't click off of me yet. We have a great show as we continue the conversation. Audacity to represent part eight. Happy Monday, happy Monday, and welcome to Audacity Presents. Listen, y'all, I know the Lord to be a healer today. Oh my gosh, last week was so under the weather with um, sinuses, allergies, you name it. I, I was down for the count last week, but like I said, today I know God to be a healer. So welcome back to the show. Listen, I hope that you guys enjoyed last week's show. My good friend Tony was here. Tony came in and he was like, Mary, this is how we're going to represent Christ. And Tony broke it down. He was like, first, we're going to know who God is. We've got to know his nature, his character, his sovereignty. And then Tony was like, and then you got to know who God says you are. You need to know that you are righteous, you are sanctified, you are justified in him. And then this one really knocked me off my seat, right? Tony said, you got to know God's track record. He said, we should look at God's track record in light of our family, our friends, ourselves. It's like, didn't he do it for you before? So why, why don't you think he can do it again? Then Tony was like, if you're going to represent Christ, you need to know God's expectation. That means God is always number one in our life, point blank, period. He said, you need to know all of these things, right? And then he said, show what you know. We are able to represent Christ when we can show everything that we know. Tony, thank you so much for coming on the show last week. And so we continue with the audacity to represent. And I forgot to say this. Then Tony had the, he had the nerve to do my merry moment, right? Tony was like, this is what we're going to say. If you want to represent God, just remember what he's done. And that was like a mic drop for me. If you're going to represent him, remember what he's done. All right, Tony, love you guy. We'll have you back on the show soon. So as I said, we're going to keep moving with this audacity to represent. And for me, it's, it's running deep. It's cutting to the core. I, I feel God is saying, are you going to represent me or not? Because we, we're not doing any lukewarm. We're not doing any in between. I need you to represent me, period. It it cuts deep, y'all. And then I was thinking last week, even in the midst of my sickness last week, uh, this is what came to mind. The Holy Spirit is like Mary, because y'all know he knows me by name, right? Mary, Remember when people say, man, if I had a million dollars, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to give my 10% to the Lord. You know, if I win the lottery, I'm going to give my 10% to the Lord. I'm going to pay off some bills. 
Uh, I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody. Ain't nobody's going to even know that I got all this money and I'm going to put the rest in the bank. I'm going to save. And so we dream of what we would do if we had a million dollars or if we won the lottery. But then the Holy Spirit was like, why, why are they waiting? Why, why are they waiting until they win a million dollars or win the lottery? Why not give your 10% now? Why, why don't you get in the habit of giving your 10% right now? Uh, why don't you get in the habit of paying off your bills right now? Why, why, why are you, why are you going to wait for something that may or may not happen? Let, let, let's go ahead and practice now. Why, why are you going to wait until you win a million dollars and start saving money? Do, do it now. The Holy Spirit was saying to me, live like you have a million dollars today so that when you get the million dollars or win the lottery, you already have in practice how you're going to live with a million dollars. So, so why wait? Do it now. So I'm like, okay, all right, Holy Spirit, that's good. I, I got that. So then the Holy Spirit came back at me and said, it's the same way when it comes to representing Christ. Represent him now so that no matter what happens, good or bad, you know how to represent him. Don't wait until times get hard and you then decide you need to pick up your Bible or start going to church. And uh, uh, maybe, maybe you need to try to memorize a scripture. Why, why are you going to wait till times get hard? Why, why are you going to wait when uh, things get a little tight to then pick up your Bible and, and find that scripture where, you know, all things work together for. He's like, no, no, no. Get in my word now. So that when things happen, you are already representing me. Start representing me now. The, the Holy Spirit said, Mary, you know why Daniel and his friends were not bothered about Babylon? It's because they had been living every day of their lives representing God. Nothing changed for them except their location. They continued to do what they had always done, and that was represent God. They weren't sitting around crying, woe is me, uh, what we going to do. They did what they had always been done, what they were raised, what they had been taught, and that was to honor and love God no matter what. So the Holy Spirit's like, so what? why are why are we waiting and, and, and researching and, and trying to figure this thing out? Represent me now so that when trouble comes, it, it, you, you won't be bothered by it. And I just thought, what a great segue. Yeah, I said that because I didn't really have no transition. But today, as I continue to study the book of Daniel, Today, I'm like, if we are going to represent Christ, we've got to know that the world will despise us. If we're going to represent Christ, we've got to know that the world 
will despise us. They despise Jesus. And man, this thought came to me. I was like, oh, if you want to know if you are representing Christ, think about the people that don't like you. <laughs> if everybody likes you, you 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 might want to check. You might want to do a self check. If you want to know if you are representing Christ, think about the people that don't like you. I mean, don't think long and hard because we really don't care. But know that when you are representing Christ, there will be people that despise you. Let, let's go look in Daniel. When we look at Daniel chapter six. So we, we've made it past uh, them being exiled and, and asking the guards for just vegetables. We've made it past that. We've made it past uh, King Nebuchadnezzar and his dream and nobody being able to interpret his dream. But Daniel, we've made it past that. We've made it past Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego refusing to bow down and being put in the fiery furnace and the king looking in and seeing there were four instead of three. And, and him calling them to come out. We've made it past that. We've made it past King Nebuchadnezzar making a decree, right? That everyone would acknowledge their God, meaning the one and true God. We've made it past that. So now we've got King Nebuchadnezzar's son and he's having a party with all of the vessels in the temple, right? And then all of a sudden this hand starts writing on the wall. There was, there was nobody. It was just a handwriting on the wall. And so they, they remembered Daniel and Daniel came and he interpreted what was on the wall. We made it past that. And, and I mentioned that Daniel and his friends kept getting promoted, that they were already brought over and trained uh, for three years in the lifestyle of the Chaldeans, and they were working in official capacity for the city of Babylon. And every time something happened and they were able to interpret or, or stand firm, they kept getting promoted in the Babylonian government. They kept getting promoted and the people didn't like it. So now we're in chapter six and the people, some of the other government officials that are maybe true Babylonians born and raised, they don't like the fact that Daniel and his friends are moving up the ladder. And so they plot against Daniel. They looked to try to find something against him and could not find anything. And so they start plotting against Daniel. They, they start looking for something to take to the king about Daniel. And I'm in chapter six, verse four. It says, at this, the administrators and the satraps, which just means the, the government officials, tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to do so. They could not find uh, any corruption in him because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt 
nor negligent. Finally, these men said, we will never find any basis for charges against this man, Daniel, unless it has something to do with the law of his God. Isn't that interesting? They couldn't find anything against Daniel except for the fact of his God. If you are going to represent Christ, you better know that there are some people out there that despise you. And it could be people that have never said a word to you. It could, it, it could be people that have just heard of you and, and who you are and who you represent that walk around despising you that you, you don't even know anything about. But if you're going to represent him, I feel like I, I want to say we, we got to develop some thick skin because everybody is not going to like us. And that's okay. We have been set apart. We're not meant to be everybody's friend and be liked by everybody. We have been set apart to represent Christ. <laughs> So this is my merry moment. I, I'm going to go ahead and end this thing today. This is my merry moment. When you represent Christ, know that the world will despise you. Point blank. Listen, y'all have a good week. I am so happy to be feeling better, but could always use your prayers. So if you have a minute, send a prayer up for your girl. All right. Y'all have a good week. So this is what's on my replay this week, and it is by Miranda Curtis. It's called Die to Live. Here's some of the lyrics. I'll tell you a story about what he showed me. In the valley of death, sometimes when you have purpose and you're in service, you can feel your worth is less. I finally poured out all of me till there was nothing left to give. And then God said to me, that's the only way to live. Listen, this song, my friend Dana sent this to me a couple of weeks ago. Think about it. If we want to live, we must die. Great song. Check it out on my 2023 Spotify replay. so glad you tuned into the show today. And remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is returning for you, all because he loves you. Now, all you have to do is trust, confess, and believe in him. Y'all have a good week.